Hey, it's Stephen Murray here with a quick update. When we first recorded this episode, we thought that we are in possession of a Parker Jotter. Through the attentive eye of one of our fans, we found out that it's actually the Parker Classic GT, also known as the Parker Lady. So please mentally edit in the correct name in the upcoming episode. Hello, happy Tuesday, and welcome to The Measured Pencil. I'm Stephen Murray, and I'm here with pencil expert Wes Nelson. Tuesday, bonus. How are you today, Wes? I am Tuesday-rific, Stephen. How are you? I am I'm nervous. What are you nervous about? I'm nervous about this episode. I've been sitting on these pencils for a long time, and I just want to do this one justice. I thought you were going to say that you were sitting on a bunch of dynamite, and that's why you were nervous. <laughs> it feels like it. Does it really? It feels like it. Yes, I don't know why I'm so nervous about oh, this. that's awesome. Let's channel that. There must be meaning here. This is going to be like therapy, I think. Oh, strap in. <laughs> Get on the couch. So sitting on the table between us are two pencils and two pens. All four writing instruments are Parkers. And we're going to start here with the Parker Jotters. They're a classic. They're everywhere. What uh, makes it a Jotter? What's the Jotter characteristic? It's the Parker arrow for okay. the clip. And this long plunger oh, see. Okay. for the click. Usually there's some uh, level of stainless steel contained in it. Okay. Even if it's just like half of it, they do come in some colors. Uh, and it's got that long, thin taper to the end, both in the pencil and the pen. Yeah. This is a one of those pencil origin stories for Ooh, me. Ooh, nice. I'm probably about 10. This is shortly after I saw the zebras okay. for the first time. Yeah. We're going to go to Christmas. I'm not exactly sure of the timeline, but it's just just after my dad got his engraved cross matte black pencil. Ooh, yeah. It may have even been a Christmas present. It may have even been a Christmas present from my mother or from his parents, you know, like a meaningful gift. If not, he went out and got this for himself because he was very excited about it. Okay. This is back at a time when he worked for the newspaper. Okay. And he got a Christmas gift from his boss. It was kind of a secondary. I thought about it. I remember Christmas morning. I had already opened all my presents. He was finishing up, and he opened the one from his boss. And I... I, I you could cut the tension in the air. Really? Yeah, because he opened the box... Um, which looks very much like this like retro box here oh, that I nice. have. Yeah. And he looked at him, and he was in a tense moment because he knew he was never going to use these. Oh, wow. Okay. In the box, was it was a Parker pen and pencil set. Yeah. And he knew he was gonna, never going to use it because he had his cross pen. And he was super excited about that. And, of course, on top of that, it's a present from his boss. So not using it is conspicuous. I would imagine. Oh, okay. Anyhow, a few weeks later, I don't even remember this happening, but the pen and pencil were given to me. Oh. When I got them, I assumed that they were not good pens and pencils. Oh, no. Like, you just knew that you thought maybe that's why you were getting them? Yes. Okay. Because he didn't want them. Yeah. Because there was something wrong with them. Oh, no. I didn't know about the whole cross like him having this awesome pen yeah that i've pieced together as an adult so i got these pens and this pencil and you know to his credit 
he wasn't. He never. He's like, here, I'm giving this to you. This is really nice. Take good care of. No, yeah. he's just like, here, do you want them? I was like, okay, okay. More of a casual, like, yeah. hey, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. and it was really nice. Yeah. I'm the one internalizing this. Sure. Picking up on the cues from a parent. Yes. He never did this. You know, this is all me projecting. But anyhow, I got these, and my eight-year-old, 10-year-old, very young self <laughs> yeah. then went into this exploration of why were these rejected. Oh, no. So I used them, and I pulled them apart, and I... Like you hyperanalyzed them? Exactly, exactly. And I found some little things wrong with them. Very nitpicky. I remember I had the pen. This this Parker pen is different because it twists, which most Parkers are click. I remember wanting to allow myself to like this pen more because that twist is so perfect. That was a brilliant sentence you just said. I wanted to allow myself to like this pen more, but there was something wrong with it and I had to find it. Yeah. I took good care of them. I didn't, you know, trash them or anything. I still respected them, but I had my, I had my zebras and I was happy with those. Yeah. And then I forgot about it. It's so weird in life. These memories you can just forget. Yep. Until you start a pencil podcast. Yes. Until there's some memory <laughs> or something triggers it. Exactly. It, yeah, yeah. So like I'm in Staples or wherever looking for, this is like months ago now, yeah. uh, looking for pencils to review and get. And I see the jotter. And I was like, oh yeah, I had one of those. My dad gave it to me. I didn't want to pay the full price for the set. Yeah. So I went on eBay. That's what started this whole deep dive into eBay and sure. pencils. And I finally got a deal on a Parker Jotter yeah. pen and pencil set, and they came in the mail, and two things happened as soon as I held them. Yeah. Number one, I was like, this is the wrong model. Oh, no. You just knew right away. I knew right away. Wow. It's, but you didn't know until you held it. I didn't know until I held wow. it. Wow. Okay. Um, but that plunger is too big. Yes. Okay. And you'll see in pictures on Instagram and all that. Yeah. Also, right away, I remembered what I found wrong. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> Again, it's all wow. this came back to me. Yeah. So we'll do a little review of the pencil in a minute uh, and talk about my defects that I made up. <laughs> um, but then it became this whole quest yeah. to find out what the other pencil was yeah. and procure one. And it's not a common pencil. Really? They're probably worth more now than they were at the time. Okay. I've narrowed it down. It's a Parker 95. Okay. Which is a whole series of different fountain pens and all this. Yeah. So this is the Parker Flighter 95. Parker Flighter 95. And it has that smaller plunger. Yeah. The plunger is more just like a button here. Got it. Okay. Instead of the big, large plunger. Yeah. And then on the pen, it's a twist. Yep. Okay. So that's the difference. Everything else is the same, basically. Oh, okay clicking mechanism down here is the same. The eraser inside is the same. Mostly the body is the same. Yeah. Uh, so I found those after a long time. It's not a Parker Flighter. That's a whole different series. It's the 95 Flighter. Okay. It's a very specific thing yeah. for all those people who are going to Google this and call me up. I like it better than the Jotter. It's slightly more sturdy than the Jotter, I think. Okay. But it could also just be like, you know, what version of Jotter I got. The Jotter's been around a long time. Yeah. Pretty iconic, the Jotter. Yes. I like the Flighter better too myself. And I think this was a limited series somewhere in the early 90s. Okay. And it's, you can't get it anymore. It's, it's, it's actually really cool. There's a stamp on the one that I have in my hand here. Yeah. It has, um, 
I don't know. It's I think it's Roman numerals I I I E. That denotes when it was manufactured. Oh yeah. Down to like the month of, of the batch. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. It has France and it has the Parker logo and yeah, very cool. So that's such a long story to say. Our parents influence us so much without even knowing it, and I am terrified of what my children will will unravel in therapy where they're like, "My dad didn't like this," and then I grew up and found it was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's gonna like happen. A, it's like a port key in Harry Potter, like yeah. when they touch the boot and they go flying back into. You know, I know that's not a time travel thing, but it almost was. Yeah, it, it. Yeah, I mean, in Harry Potter, it wasn't, but in in this sense, it was. It's like the sense memory was triggered not by anything but a tactile feel of it, it was it just living in your brain this whole time yeah. and you were unaware of it and then yeah. you, as soon as you touched it i love that you knew that it was the wrong one immediately immediately and then you had all those defects that you were like yep yep oh, still that, there that's crazy all right so the defects i am going to list are both on the jotter and on the 95 okay in the pencil, if you push down too hard on that clicker plunger, yeah, the nib extends in a way that it really doesn't look like it should. <laughs> um, oh yeah, I see that. It's, There's like a it's gap. A, it's obviously made for more delicate clicks. Yeah, and just don't do that. But I can't get it out of my mind once I saw it. Number two, I don't like any of these Parkers. Because the way the taper yeah. goes down to the point means I have to hold it about halfway up the barrel. Like you're almost holding the clip part. Almost up to the clip. Yeah. It makes you have a really light hand. Yes. I understand to an extent why it is. Like if I am signing something important in an important setting, it really accents that pen in my hand. It yeah. looks great. Yeah. I don't like writing with it though. No. And then number three, this is where I get really nitpicky. And the defect that I found, because it is so thin, there isn't enough material to absorb vibrations. Sure. So when you're writing, you feel it. When you click it, you feel it in the whole pencil. Yeah. Again, that is really nitpicky, but that is what 10-year-old me found. <laughs> I'm amazed that 10-year-old you found that and that you remembered it. That's Well, it's obviously my calling to have had a podcast yeah. about pencils. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just ahead of my time. Yes, you were. Do you have any thoughts about the pencil itself, Wes? I like this is you said this was the, the That's the 95. 95. Yeah. I like the 95. I like that shiny black. Um it almost looks like a tie tack or like mm. a no, what's that called? Um cufflinks. The cufflinks. Yes, it looks like a cufflink on the top of the plunger and I like how the the clip goes down when mm-hmm. you when you plunge it. I I think That's Park, really cool. Parker has the best clips. Mm-hmm. The, that uh, arrow yeah the arrow is just so freaking cool and they have an awesome logo too with the arrow going through the the oval um yeah the the nose cone kind of reminds me of the karandash nose cone yes and i promise listeners we won't talk about the karandash <laughs> every single episode just 95 percent of them but no i i i agree with you the taper is very gradual but this pencil is so thin to begin with that yeah this feels like something you write you sign a document and then you're done and i could never really see myself taking a lot of copious notes with this thing it feels very ceremonial um almost mm-hmm. like i shouldn't even be using it like it should just sit on a table and sort of exist there as a trophy or something like that so in that sense in in saying that it does feel a little cheap in that it's mm. very thin so the flimsiness kind of steals a little bit of the 
prestige. You know, I would have expect to pick this up and feel some more heft to it. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I could get. I I love this this downward spiral of nitpickiness. I think we should. <laughs> I think you and I could go in some dark corners. Oh, geez, we yeah. really got into it. So, so listeners, um, please take that in, ref- in yeah. reflection of like this was a deep dive on how to be nitpicky. Yeah, it's a, it's a great pen. It's iconic. Yeah, I love the look. The look is great. You know, the ink cartridges in the pens are great. The roller balls, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just so extensive and so yeah ubiquitous to any pen and pencil they're great we don't want to knock them this is a different story entirely yeah i think it says more about our childhoods <laughs> than it does about parker so so take that with what it, you will <laughs> tune into our sister podcast um what would that be called therapy time no that's therapy dumb. through pens therapy through pens emotional yeah. support pen yeah. sense <laughs> sense memory and cognitive mm. behavioral therapy yeah EMDR with pencil clicks. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, this is devolving. Yeah. Thank quickly. you for listening to this. We'll get you a real review on Thursday. Yep. Bye bye. This was The Measured Pencil with Wes Nelson and Stephen Murray. Theme song and additional music composed and performed by Josh Baumgartner. Additional production support by Two Desk Productions. If you want to see what the pencils look like, please follow us on Instagram at The Measured Pencil. If you'd like to share your pencil story, please record a short audio file, maybe one to two minutes, and email it to us at themeasuredpencil at gmail.com. Or if you'd like us to review your favorite pencil, please email us with the name and it might appear on a future episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs>